fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I, oh, oh, oh. Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is Tell and back. back. Hi, Reese. Hi, Carly. Hi, well, everyone. Well, well, Hello, everybody. We're live. Oh, this is this wild. Is so cute. This is the cutest. Um, hi, welcome to the first ever live internet version of Tell and Back. This is very exciting. Thank you all for being here. I feel like we were all just like vibing to the song. Yeah. <laughs> like that was a real moment. It's a vibe. vibe. Yeah, it's a real it vibe. Total vibe. Um, this, these comments are so cute, and I'm gonna have a hard time paying attention. I know. I'm gonna. I might have to close the chat so that I can actually I like can't. look at my notes for this episode, or I'm gonna just be like, everyone's so adorable. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so, as you probably already know, to Ellen Back is an auto straddle podcast where we recap every single episode of the L Word mm-hmm. forever program, and ever. A TV program. That we a TV all program. Like. You know what? I actually think we should address a fan question right now. Can we still call okay. this a podcast considering there's a video component, Reese? Um, actually, no, we can't. This is this is a vodcast. This is no longer a podcast. When you listen <laughs> to this, so we are going to, our amazing producer, Lauren Klein, who is the reason this is all happening. Everyone say thank you, Lauren. Um, she's going to edit Lauren. this into an actual episode that will go up Monday of next week, which is the 12th. Who knows what will happen by then? Oh, um, probably Trump will be dead. Anyway, so um, we've got some really special guests that we're going to. Um, oh, my God. Look at all the thank you, Lawrence. This is too much. OK, we have very special guests who we are going to introduce in a moment. But um, first, we wanted to just let y'all know that there is a little thing at the bottom that says ask a question. So if you have any questions, you can ask them. And there should be some moments where we can answer some questions. There's also a place there where you can become an A-plus member of Autostraddle and a place where you can donate to Autostraddle and this podcast. And so just wanted to point all of that out. Yeah, if you want to. If you no want, pressure. no pressure, because this is this is just like, we're all just hanging yeah. out. We're chill. Everything's great. So chill. Um, okay, let's introduce our amazing guests. Mm-hmm. Up first because it's complete chaos if everyone's talking at the same time. So up first, we have the wonderful Gabby Dunn and Mal Blum. Hi! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Mal. God, it's been so long since I've seen you. What uh, What was your name again? Yeah, so oh, I'm Gabby. Cool. Um, we met like Thanks. one time... Oh, right. Uh, oh, yeah. You were super, you were super drunk and, and yeah. I, I was kind of, right. I was kind of rude. Yeah. She was actually right. like, yeah. she was a great into you. Yeah. She was really, really into you. Um, yeah. I was into I you, yeah. but you weren't into yeah. it. Um, Sorry. Yeah. That's awkward that we're meeting again like this. I know. Well, you know, hopefully maybe I'll win your, win your heart this time. That's a very bold thing to say to someone you've only met one time, but you know what? It is the L word. Let's go. (laughs) Will Mal fall in love with me by the end of this podcast? Who can say? Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe not. Um. (laughs) Mal and I live together now, so that's very cute. Oh, That's positive. You'll probably fall in love pretty soon then. It kind of happens. I hope so. You live in the same house, then you fall in love. There's TV shows about it. No, I think- I think usually it's the opposite. 
<laughs> you live together and then um and then people are repulsed by you oh because <laughs> they, oh, they see because they see you. the real you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's what Counterpoint. i counterpoint no. um shenny yeah shenny i no mal i i i maybe i'll let you back in the house i like you a whole lot so you have a good chance well you know what everyone stay tuned to find out if gabby and mal <laughs> survive the next X amount of hours. The other amazing special guests we have who you can see <laughs> watching us right now are Brittany and Cerise. They are going to be chiming in for the second half of the episode and we love them. All right, Reese, should we talk about this episode? Yeah, let's do it. What's the episode, Carly? Oh my God, Reese, it's episode 509 entitled Whoa. Liquid Heat, Whoa. which is the title of Nikki's terrible movie that was in episode 508. Yeah. Um, and I guess some sort of representation, you know, it's like a nod to like the powers out. Everyone's very yeah. sweaty and having a lot of sex, I yes. guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, liquid um, heat. It's also yeah. like if you have like, if you boil water and then it's really hot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. In a liquid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah. You know gotcha. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like evaporation. This is the episode where everyone fucks. Um, this Does anybody is, not fuck in this episode or everybody fucks? I think every Jody buddy. Oh Jody, she tries. Yeah, she tries. Adele doesn't. Right. Adele doesn't. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, this was written by Eileen Shaken, directed by Rose Trochet, and originally aired March 2nd, 2008. Wow. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Um, Reese, should, should we get into it? Yeah, you already said Eileen Shaken wrote it. I sure did. Okay, just I just want to say, if by any chance Eileen Shaken is here, <laughs> and um, that I would I I would still like an invite, um, to the pool and to make you a Blue Apron meal. Oh, oh. a Blue Apron meal. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry, no. Um, uh, what's our, what is it? Every plate meal. Oh, in every plate. Yes, America's yeah. favorite meal kit, best value <laughs> meal kit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we get into it? Yeah, let's let's like get super let's into it. Get into it. We open on the set of everybody's favorite, least favorite film, Les Girls, and we hear a voiceover. It's 101 in the Valley in 94 downtown, to which I say, that's how hot it is? Wait, that's what Come it is on. today. Yeah. That's I thought it was great that we were doing this episode during also a heat wave in LA. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like not that hot. I'm no, like, it's Come fine. on, it's practically like Michigan in November. God episode and also so it's like it's very hot and also um there's someone talking about wildfires um hey so, oh my god I know it's so true to life so this is in fact the way that we live so right now it's really hot <laughs> there are wildfires um, there are wildfires it's like someone in Toronto knew about LA exactly yeah they like, knew all about like it. one one person and that person yeah. was Eileen Shaken right uh -huh. <laughs> or the, the environmental problems that were already happening then are like or like worse now, yeah. but worse. <laughs> yeah. But can you? Wow. Anyway, so um, 94 downtown. It's not that bad, but apparently in this retro television program, it was pretty bad. So I'm glad we got that that discussed. Um, also worth noting, this is the only time in the entire series when uh, the changing of the seasons is addressed um, outside <laughs> of uh, uh, the menstrual cycles. So it's basically like this is because you know we don't have Christmas, we don't have any holidays, we just have. We know that this scene Incredible. is in this is in a 94 degree day, which means it could be any time between May and December. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Oh, my God. Um, 
a PA is handing out water bottles on set. Everyone's very sweaty. I love how sweaty everyone is in this episode. Like the the person who's had the spritzer, whose job was to spray was every person say. before they mm-hmm. rolled was like, they had so much to do this episode because everyone is <laughs> dramatically wet. It's so I loved funny. it. It was it's good great. representation for hyperhidrosis. Oh, yay. That's important. Which I have if any of you also have it. So they- Greg has an Elmo tattoo. <laughs> Greg, a grown adult man, has an Elmo tattoo on his ass. And the makeup won't stick. I was like, does Eric Mabius have an Elmo tattoo on his ass? I don't know. It's probably just the... Fu- he probably does have an ass tattoo. They were just like, what is the funniest thing we could say? Yeah. That you have yeah. as an ass tattoo. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was shortly after, like, Tickle Me Elmo. So it was probably really... It's really topical. That is not true. <laughs> I realized I realized that as I was saying it, that that's not true. Can we... Wow. Um, L stands for lies. Is that your L word? Save that for later, Mal. Can we talk about the decor of this room? This What is Tim's... I'm sorry, what is it? Jim is fake Tim. Jim Gregg's Tim. bedroom is bowling themed? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I, what? Who outside of the age of seven has a really themed bedroom? Well, I think it's someone who's like, what do men like? And then they like think, they're like, bowling? But, like, but Jenny <laughs> lived with Tim and he didn't have a swimming themed bedroom. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe they're like, oh, he likes a sport. And then they're like, sport, yeah. sport, sport. Think, think, think. And then they were like, uh, bowling. 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 Mm-hmm. Not, not too much of a masculine sport. A sport that everybody can play. Yeah. Gabby has a I really bedroom. <laughs> I shush. Well, we moved in together. And so I've, I've been, all of my movie posters have been relegated to this office to live in shame. Because no. Mal doesn't want me to have movie posters in the house. How many movie posters do we have in the living room? We have three, but I wanted there to be five. <laughs> okay, so we all compromise. <laughs> That's love. <laughs> That's amore. That, so, that is that is amore. That is amore. Speaking of amore, Nikki and Greg are supposed to be in bed together, but then the lights go out and Tina's like, ah! And then we have the thing. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, she loves that word. She loves saying that shit and fuck on the show. Shit! Shit, 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 shit! Then we have our theme song, and when we come back to set, the power's back. It was like... And we also have a lesbian. Yes. I think she's the AD. A butch lesbian. Yeah, she's like, we should shoot while we can during rolling blackouts. So she was... She's, like, very practical, and um, and she's doing a fix. She's doing a fix. They brought her in to do a fix, and I respect it. Um, Good for and her. And there, there is some tension between Nikki and Jenny. It seems. Yes, there is um, absolutely some tension. Also, Shane is ready for an earthquake. I just want to point that out. Shane uh-huh. is like most of bring it on, Los bitch. Angeles Twitter, bring it on, bitch, about an earthquake. And I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so Jenny hates how the scene is going and she's trying to give them notes. And she's like, you don't want to fuck this guy. You that's like the last thing you want to do because you're in love with Karina. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's like, but he's my boyfriend of three years. Why would I not want to fuck him? And so they have to have this like entire notes conversation. And then they try again. And then she's really angry. And now Jenny's like, oh, you fucked him in real life. And she's correct. <laughs> wow. How? Yeah. First of all, I have some notes How for she this know? film. Had they considered that while um, Nikki was in bed, or sorry, Jesse was in bed with um, with Greg, Tim, Jim, whatever, on top of her, 
that when she looked up at his head, that suddenly it turned into um, Karina's head. Mm. Oh, interesting. Oh, I like that. That happened on my screen. <laughs> well, I was, here's the thing. Jenny seems really upset about her reaction, but in the actual shot that she's looking at on the monitor, you cannot see Nikki's reaction. You don't you you see, see his her butt. face at nope. all. You just see his butt. So what is she upset about? She didn't like how the butt, the butt's attitude. But the butt was not <laughs> also reading the way she needed it to. I completely forgot that the names are like so similar. And I was like, this is me if I ever write a script about all of us. It's just like fully Oh my like, God. What are our names if you write a script about us? Tell us now like, on the spot. Niece, Barley, Sal. Like it's not going to be like, do you know what I mean? Niece, I Barley. Niece, Barley. I, yeah. Barley. Wait, you went Harley. Harley Children is like a corn. real name. And you oh, went Harley. with Barley. You went with nope. Barley? Nope. Sorry. Barley's it. We're keeping Barley. And then, and then, well, I wrote something, Brittany and I wrote something together and I just named a character straight up Brittany. Like I didn't change <laughs> it. Spelled the same too. Spelled the same. Yeah, whatever. Sue me. You can't. Then um, Jenny's like, it is a vile and despicable act to fuck your co-star. It's even worse than <laughs> um, fucking your employee, apparently. She makes know. this announcement loudly in the middle yeah. of the set in front of everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But everybody fucks their co-stars, right? Yeah, I mean, well, look at um, like all I'm not straight people. I watched Brokeback Mountain did yesterday. You just people, say, did you just say? Did you just say? Look at uh, straight people. <laughs> uh, uh, here's what I was thinking of. I know these the um Je Jennifer. No, no, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt met okay. on the set of Mr. Okay. and Mrs. Smith. Cerise That's agrees true. with me. Yeah. So right. it, it, exactly, it happens. Also, so uh, another funny thing about this is so Jenny fires him, um, which is funny because the original Tim Woods was fired, but for not for a different reason. What? Oh, that's right. The first Tim before they reshot the pilot, right? No, before wasn't someone else cast before? There was Eric someone Mabius? before Eric. Mabius? Eric Mabius? Yeah. Mabius? Mabius? There Mabius. was another Tim? Yeah, there I was another Tim. So. Back when the show was called Earthlings, I think there was another Tim. No, there was another Tim. Yeah. So <laughs> Which let's get to the second. How about we go to the second scene of the episode, okay. guys? Yeah. Phyllis's office. A, a hot day. <laughs> a hot day for Phyllis. Whoa, it's a scorcher. A scorcher. Joyce is dressed like Roger Rabbit. And this um, is, Phyllis yeah. is like fanning herself. As one does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joyce um, takes off her. She's just wearing a tank top and pants now. She's just taking off yeah, her clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, she's warm. Everyone's a little warm. Well, I think the theme of this episode is that everyone's a little warm. Right, liquid heat. <laughs> anyway, they crushed it in court. Um, and as usual, Phyllis, instead of parenting her own child, would like to just thrust a lesbian she knows in front of her child because she says, Molly's having second thoughts about law school, and so she should meet Joyce. And Joyce will definitely make her um, want to go back to law school. Yeah, that's inspiring. Then... okay. Phyllis like <laughs> tries to get back with Joyce a little bit. She's like, right. "Oh, if if I hadn't been so foolish," and and then I wrote this whole this whole quote down because I thought you would want to hear it, Reese. I do want to hear it. It's understandable, given that we've just had this uh, little triumph together, and given how smoldering hot two of us were in the sack, it's understandable that you might be feeling a tiny bit amorous towards me right now. 
I'm just trying to stand by my convictions here, my dear. But you are making it awfully difficult in that sweet little slip of a frock. Incredible stuff. This is a bad time to say that Joyce reminds me of my therapist. <laughs> no, this seems like the best time to say that. I can like, see that. A lot, right? Well, I just, yeah. It's funny that um, Jane Lynch has gone from like this kind of stuff to like hosting game shows for middle America <laughs> when like she's got such strong like top energy and like mm -hmm. and then everyone's just like haha glee and I'm like you don't even <laughs> have any concept you know what I'll say and, th and this is one of those I shouldn't say this on a live show but I'm gonna say it uh ever since the wine cave incident she kind of went down an Ellen path I met her once she was quite nice to me I don't know what the wine cave uh Event is, she said though. that everyone has a wine cave, okay? And that it was Pete fine. Buttigieg is fine. Was she, she refer well. What's a wine? Sometimes cave? that's sometimes that's what I call my butthole. So yeah. the wine, wine cave. What was she talking yeah. about? Yeah. Who doesn't want a wine bottle in the butthole? Everyone wants that. Yeah. You know, especially now. So we go to the <laughs> planet <laughs> where Alice and Tasha are bringing ice. Yeah, we got some bags of ice. Very exciting. Yeah. Every time they're at the planet, we get some exciting exposition about what's going on. Yeah. This what's the big event this, this time? The big event is the showdown with the she-bar bitches, as uh, the characters <laughs> would say in the mm -hmm. scene. She, or they say she-bitches, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, yeah. So I guess the she-bar gals have invited the whole cast to come and sit down and have a little, little chit-chat, uh, despite really it just kind of being a thing they wanted to talk to kid about but the whole group whole group gets to go everybody's gone yeah because it's funnier that way it's fun it's like a it little is honestly it was funny. thing yeah. like it's cute this show likes to skip genres you know i like when it gets self-referential in the in the writing yeah like i like that alice is like yeah well we met one time but i guess i'm going you know <laughs> yeah tasha's like i'll be there like <laughs> yeah well I'll, another thing about this scene is that tasha looked really cute yeah. Mm. So we're uh, back on set and Tina is Tina yells at Jenny because she fired Greg and she's like, please don't fire Greg. You need to unfire Greg. And then Adele has orchestrated William to call and ask Jenny to unfire Greg. Mm -hmm. Is that an accurate reading of the situation? Adele is still scamming, scamming she's around. Scheming. Yeah, she's being she's jumping in and saving the day, just like scammers always do. Tina <laughs> loves Adele, just always there to save the day. Always there to save the day. And uh, then Johnny's like, oh, has anyone seen the dumb shit actor boy? And then she's like, I actually related to this moment. She's like, I can tell that everyone's talking about me right now. So everyone has to listen to me. I'm sorry I lost my temper. He's no longer fired. Um, and also, I had a question about this scene, which is, why is everyone wearing pants if it's like so hot? Yeah, that's a good uh, question. Well, on a set, isn't it? So it's like because it's dangerous if you're not wearing. Pants? That's just a closed toe. Someone could eat situation. your calves. Closed toe shoes. Yeah, I'm, I I work in Hollywood, so I mean they'd all be wearing shorts and docks, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or and so it's very unprofessional that she fired him in front of everybody, right? But that I guess yes. directors are allowed to be nuts. That's sort of what we've all decided. But not mm -hmm. lady directors. Mm -hmm. Only I mean, male directors are allowed yeah. to be nuts. That's fair. That's correct. That is fair. Yeah. Um, Jenny has been unprofessional since day one of this project. So her firing someone in the middle of screaming at her girlfriend, who is the lead, is like 
pretty par for the course. Like none of this is that shocking given her pattern of behavior. But no, this sure. is not normal. This is very bad. I would say if Jenny wasn't fucking Nikki, that Nikki and Greg's decision to fuck each other would be unprofessional enough that maybe Jenny could be unprofessional in return. But mm. she like can't. Jenny has a leg. Because she's to stand fucking on Nikki. <laughs> Zero so legs. Uh, zero yeah, legs. Zero legs. Zero legs. And they're both in pants. Both of her legs, both of Jenny's legs are in pants. And I think she's probably very hot because she's wearing all black. So that's just maybe she has hyperhidrosis. Oh, maybe wear black that's to cover possible. it up. Anyway, um, speaking of pools of sweat, we go to Bet's swimming pool um, where Jody's just going to walk in like Ophelia. And just I love that. She's I, so I was hot. Like, Great. Perfect. Just walk right into yeah. the pool with your clothes on. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Real pulls a real Virginia wolf. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Rocks. On I've the done that. I've done that though. Did you find your clothes to be very heavy afterwards? Yeah, it's hard. Yes. To get, it's hard to then get your clothes off. How are you going to be like a dramatic teen living in South Florida if you don't walk straight into the <laughs> pool in a in a, a haze of sadness, Dude, believing so yourself to be the lead in a Sylvia Plath novel? Yeah. I don't think. I think. I don't think Jody was sad. No, no she, she was just, just hot. Warm. She's just hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Where are Don't, we? Oh, yeah. Uh, we are, we're at the pool. And Bet gets a, Bet said they canceled classes at what, where her California, Carly University. Carly. And um, who calls? It's Tina. And so Bet like goes to her freezer and then covers herself in ice cream with her top <laughs> off. And then she's like, Tina, um, we can't be, go to She Bar together. And Tina's like, we'll just die. We'll take each other's clothes off if we're both at She Bar. And she's like, my clothes are already off. And then they're like, it's like low key dirty talk, I think. And then, and then Tina says that Angie made a fan, which is obviously a cover for the fact that Angie is missing and no one has seen her in weeks. And then, like, what? Where's Angie? Is she okay? Where is she? She made a fan. I don't know. She's probably with Helena's kids somewhere. That's true, probably. <laughs> She's like, I liked this better. Um, that's like, you can come over to my pool. And Tina's like, no, I can't. Again, covering. And then, um, Bet tells Jody that they're going to go see Dan Foxworthy for <laughs> parenting disagreements. He's the only therapist in West Hollywood. I know. Apparently. So Bet's like, hey, Jody, we're having parenting disagreements. We have to go to therapy. And Jody's like, good for you. But she meant yeah. it legitimately because she wants Bet to take care of her mental health. And really, once again, I would just like to ask Jody to get the fuck out of there because these people yeah. are terrible to her and she doesn't know what's coming. She's the best and she's so pretty. I know. So we're back on set and Tina heads onto the old camera truck to tell Sam that they're going to shut down production for the day, which they probably should have done a while ago. And uh, it's she, then she asks Sam out and Sam's like, nah, that dinner party was like very awkward. <laughs> Sam rules. The two healthy people. Yeah, Sam Jody and Jody and Jody. Sam, Sam and Jody, Jody get together. They, they should get together in heaven. Yes. yes, Sam could get right out of that bandana and into a pool. Exactly. Yeah, Sam's hot too. Yeah. So Tina unloads all of her drama. <laughs> yeah, she just like unloads everything on Sam, and Sam is like, "I really would love to like not be in this conversation." Uh, and she's like, "I just really feel for Jody," which was the best thing she could have possibly said. Um, She's Tina's like, okay, bye. Like she, <laughs> that's like yeah. the extent. Like she can't. No, she's out. It's so startling when you see healthy people on this show that it almost seems like jarring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when you're like you're not a, on the right show. Yeah, when people make a good decision or say something reasonable, I'm like, what? 
Look yeah. at this fucking <laughs> wrong demo. turn. Yeah. You get out of wrong set. Yeah. We see Jenny run up to Nikki's trailer, but Nikki is already gone for the day. Whoa. We go back to Beth's backyard. Uh, Jody awkward's. Jody flings her wet hair all over Bet, who's sitting on a chair, and Bet hates it. And then Jody wants them to do it, and Bet is like, "No, it's too hot out." And Jody's like, "No, that's not it." And I was like, "Here we go." Yeah. You like you could feel it like that, you know. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, uh, where you're like getting cringy. You're like, "Don't touch me," that thing. Or where yeah. you're like, I know you're lying about something. Both. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, both. actually both. 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 Um, but both. N- it never happened um, at like my pool because I've never had a pool. So yeah, I feel same. like if it was happening at a pool, then mm. maybe I would feel less bad about it because I'd be like, it's right. okay because I, I could be swimming anytime I want. Yeah. One time yes. I had a boyfriend who cheated on me with um, a lifeguard at the pool that he was a lifeguard at. Oof. <gasps> lifeguard on lifeguard crime? Yeah. Yeah, she was a really wow. good swimmer. They're supposed to be saving lives, not ruining them. What? I can barely swim, whatever. Okay. And then Bet turns away and said, this is so mean. She turns away and is like, I'm in love with Tina. Of course, Jody doesn't uh, know what she said. And then Bet uh, lies and is like, I'm just unhappy with work. Which again, that was horrible. She did her dirty. That was, rough. that is brutal. That is so fucked to... To do that to Joe, like to say how you really feel facing away from her. Fuck you, Beth. Yeah. That is so yeah. low. Yeah, that's very, like, very. That's not about work. The Horrible. way I read that scene is that she does it by accident, unthinking. However, somebody wrote that scene. So that sucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Whether I she know, did it on purpose or not, someone wrote it into the script. Yeah. Well, I you know. I have a theory. <laughs> Go what? on. It's that they wrote it so that they could use it in the teaser the week before. Oh. Yeah. Spot on. Well played. Spot on. I'm so smart. You, you did are it. smart. You did it, Reese. You solved television. I did it. Anyway, Jody's <laughs> like, I want you back, which is a really good song. And then we go back <laughs> to set where Jenny's sitting outside her trailer. She's writing a note to Nikki. Um, hopefully it's about um, her entrails. And then she gives it to Adele to give to Nikki, which is a terrible idea. Very bad idea. Um, and then um, Shane's like, come over here. And then they sit together. And this, again, this little scene is shows up in a lot of Shenny fan, fan bits. Um, uh, number one, number one Shenny stan <laughs> Reese is here. <laughs> so, yeah, she wants Adele to put the note in an envelope, hand it, but read it first and then give it to Nikki. Yeah, so if I was going to write a love letter to someone, I would not give it to a go-between like it's fucking medieval times. Yeah. And then, like, have you ever heard of an email? Yeah, you've you ever heard of a cell phone? A text? Like, it's so weird. Like, go to their house and leave it on their their doorstep. Like, why are you giving this to someone else? A, they're going to read it. B, they'll probably, like, fuck with it somehow. This is the thing about Adele is they don't see her as a person. Right. Like that's she's just an assistant. But like even then, right. like Yeah. That's they what don't consider proves to be they kind of arrange their own demise because they just like exactly. treat her like she's not a yeah. person and then the yeah, architect of her own demise, Jennifer Schechter. Um, <laughs> she assumes so, that adult's devotion to her because of her fandom. Also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Jenny says she doesn't want to go to the seat, she bar sit down. She wants to wait for Nikki, but she'll go with Shane. She asked what Shane would do. And Shane's like, I would probably have meaningless sex and then feel bad about it, um, which was a cute little convo. And then um, Shane says that she's got a straight girl crush that won't go away. Yeah. And then she makes that sound, that exact sound, which is also the sound of like a dying duck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So here we go. It's the big Shebar mafia scene. So Honestly, awesome. this was wonderful. Um, yeah. I would like to say as a note, I watched this during the day. And so considering the power is out, I could barely see any of the scenes in this episode. Yeah. It was mostly That's what just I thought about them, but... Little Women. It was very dark. I couldn't see that. <laughs> so Donna's hired these women in white tank tops. Yes. Little shorts <laughs> and fedoras. Yeah. Which I feel was a, was is an accurate like lesbian go-go dancer look. Yeah. And they're bringing like a little tray of beverages. Like this is like business class or something. For some reason, yeah. some people have ordered hot espressos, even though it's a warm 900 day. degrees. Why? Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they have to see if they're on the list. They, um, they pat like pat them down. So they aren't going to for weapons. Like, what is this? And um, there's cigars. I mean, it's like a whole it's a whole thing. So Dawn thinks that she and Lover Cindy are the real victims here and that this is all mm. Shane's fault for seducing Lover <sighs> Cindy. So they sort of rehash the situation. And honestly, this reminded me of <laughs> arguing with somebody who uh, is making you miserable because they refuse to acknowledge a reality of a situation. And you're just having the same arguments over and over and over again. Because Shane, yes. again, yes. is like, that's not what happened. And she's like, that is what happened. And it's really, it was, you know, just deeply painful. But what I was really wondering is like, what was Cindy's like hair, do you think, an homage to? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Okay, here you go, guys. It's Michelle Pfeiffer and Scarface. That's oh. what I think. Or or Drew Barrymore and Scream. Oh. I don't think it's an homage to Drew Barrymore and Scream. I think it is. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because it's scary. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So here's what's up. Um, Dawn claims that they did not have permits to be shooting in the neighborhood they were shooting in several episodes ago when she came to set to shut them down. And I think that that is undoubtedly bullshit that this studio film would not have had permits to be shooting in a neighborhood. Uh, also like what a turd you called the cops. Like what are she you? showed up to set. She showed up to set angrily. Yeah. They, with a protest. Yeah. And this, and this like one gay extra. Oh but no, this, they call this, the cops on the cafe. Yeah. No, Kit called the no, cops. But Kit she, called the cops allowed. on them to retaliate on them unleashing a bunch of rats into the planet and having them Obviously, be shut down yeah. for two weeks. Um, I just made that up. I don't know how many weeks they were down. Yeah, um, it was a while. Um, significant. But this this scene is just filled with iconic dialogue. So Double D, what's the, uh, is this, is this her? Shane's like, let your girlfriend talk. And then Dawn's like, she's got nothing to say. And then Cindy's like, fuck yourself. See, I thought that was something. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they're like, who are you, Natasha? And Kit's like, and she's here to kick some ass and take names if necessary. That is so awesome. Really, Cindy? What? And then Bet Porter is like, she stands up. She stands up. Everyone else sits down. Bet oh. Porter is now standing. Everyone's sitting and Bet Porter is pacing she commands the, table. the room. Yeah, she's pacing. Hot. She's going to like, she's going to like mediate this conflict. Is this a meeting wide um, top off? Yes. Yes. She won immediately. Like, yeah. Well, she stood yeah. up and everybody else was sitting down. So yeah. She so she won the top off. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then and she makes the worst deal of ever. all time. Yeah. Yeah. They gave up too much in this deal. This is a nothing. terrible deal. What did Kit get? Kit got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Kit got the promise that, or not the promise, but the, but the expectation they would not attempt to further unleash animals in her establishment or otherwise terrorize her. So I don't know. Yeah. But they split up the days like this is like a divorce. Yeah. Custody of the West Hollywood lesbian scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I just say, I would kill for there to be two different lesbian establishments in West Seriously. Hollywood. Are you kidding yeah. me? There's or not anywhere. even one. We get the chapel <laughs> yeah. at the Abbey and that's full of YouTubers who hate me. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, that does sound like more of a, a like a gabby I, thing. I'm just saying, like two, that would be amazing. We don't have any lesbian. We don't have anything. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. can't go anywhere, but you know, if we did, it would yeah. be nice if to have did. a lesbian. Yeah. If this was taking place in 2019, they'd be like, okay, you get like the first Sunday in June, and I'll take the first Sunday in July because there's really only like 12 days a year that need to be split up. But here they are, yeah. they have seven days a week of lesbians, even though most of them are probably just actors who are in the film, um, in the show. Anyway, so uh, Cindy also would like to be in the film. And Jenny's like, why would I give your lover Cindy a part in my film? She's goddamn gorgeous. Look at her. Why wouldn't you give her a part in your movie? Well, I think she has a face like an extra. Which is funny. And then um, mm -hmm. Jenny set is like, you are so tacky. And Shane's like, just give her a little part. Um, and so Cindy will be party goer number four. Which fucking Cindy agrees to, which I was shocked by. I thought she was going to be like <laughs> yeah. a, a role with a number in it. No, I'm not taking that. <laughs> but she did. So she's an idiot. But it's great. It was great. Mia Kirshner is so adorable in this episode. Isn't she? She's yes. amazing in this scene. Like, she's yeah. just like so funny in this scene. She's so, so she's such a comedic actress. Mal, yeah. the whole time yeah. you were saying how cute she looked, you have a very big crush on her and her little black outfit with her big earrings. Oh, yeah. And the glasses sometimes. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. it. Yeah, That's a good vibe. <sighs> look. She's the boss. Look. They try to leave and Dawn's like, I'm not done. I need Alice now. So everyone's involved. This is why she invited everybody. She, I need Alice to shout out Shebar on the look. Yeah. And Alice is like, uh, no, that's worth millions of dollars. And then they're like, what about the podcast? Exactly. But I have a question because we um, mentioned Shebar on our podcast all the time. And what have we gotten out of that? That's true. Wednesdays and Not Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And Don Dembo isn't putting rats into your apartment. <laughs> oh my God. God. If Don you know? Dembo brought rats to my apartment, I would be so mad. Did you ever have a rat as a pet? I did. Oh, no, God. that sounds like a Florida thing. It is. All right. So that all worked out. They have a deal. They shake on it. And then miraculously, the power comes back on at this exact moment. And then wow. someone's like, did you decorate this in the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, to, which now would be cute. <gasps> oh, my God. So <laughs> the running bit continues, which is Cindy being like, hi, Shane. Oh, yeah. That's a good Call bit. Me. So we go back to the planet. Uh, there's no AC at the planet, but the power's back on. And Alice really wants to film her podcast video interview with Max. Oh, no. Ooh, strap. Put on your seatbelts, everyone. Oh, so in recent episodes, we haven't... It's been really nice the past few episodes. Mm -hmm. oh, it's, it's been nice. There's been no transphobia. 
but that's because Max he hasn't been in the scene. last like three episodes. <laughs> um, he had a short scene in one of the episodes, and in the yeah. other two episodes, he just wasn't there at all, which was very good for him. It was um, great for him. I hope he was hanging out with some people who like like him and understand him and aren't terrible to him. So uh, Max is back, and this scene is a real fucking nightmare. Yeah. So um, also, you should note that Shane is operating the camera. This will become important. Yeah. In a moment. Operating the camera. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Shane, has, that Shane has no idea what she's doing. And although it happens a little bit later, um, it is worth noting that that uh, this is an accurate representation of what a video camera did look like at that time, including the effects available yes. for usage while filming. Yes. Uh, that is so accurate of 2008. They're doing a um, apology video because... Just like Michael uh, Scott. <laughs> for the podcast. Alice, Alice says that apparently, she won't even say that, she won't even admit yeah. to doing it. She'll say apparently, apparently she said some uncool things about trans people. And then she, but apparently also she didn't really give a shit that she'd said uncool things about trans people until Kate Kendall from the National <laughs> Center for Les Lesbian Rights got mad at her about it. I don't understand why they have her doing this and then looking so annoyed to be doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a manifestation of the writers themselves being annoyed to be having to do it. And yeah. like the joke, since Alice is the main character that we've like come to know, the joke is like, we're supposed to be in on the joke with her. her. We're supposed to also be like rolling our eyes and being like, oh, this is so PC and stupid. Like exactly. we're on, we're supposed to be on Alice's side. Even though in well, this scene, it's exactly. clearly Max who's in the right. 100%. Well, that's something that happened all the time um, in that season where um, they would put like transphobic comments in Alice's mouth, in like pretty that. much everyone's mouth. In, Kit, in, like, Kit, like some of the most loved characters, you know, yeah. and and that's what was weird. Because I kept waiting for the teaching moment and then it never, I was like, oh, I was not. I was really happy that Max was like... <laughs> telling Alice how he felt and like making a lot of really good points about mm -hmm. how he would think that she would be inclusive and that, you know, like she, then she gets into this whole thing about how being bisexual is more natural and than being trans, which what <laughs> can I say something? People I, like say that. And then it's like, they think that like bi trans people don't exist. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, like they're like you know the bi's <laughs> and the transes, and I'm like those are the same. Those can be the same. Those are the nary, same. Nary, nary the twain shall meet. <laughs> it's just like I just don't understand the whole thing. So she's annoyed, and like Shane also doesn't care, and is like not caring about where the camera is and stuff. They're all just like put upon by having to care about trans yeah, people. I like, yes, yeah, oh, so exhausting. Attention. It also like went from like like they were having like. Okay, if you had stayed longer on that scene and like, cause they're talking about, she's like, okay, like the parts of the community and blah, blah, blah. Like they could have some discourse about like what parts of the community, blah, blah, blah. But then out of nowhere, she's just like, I don't know. I just think you're unnatural. And you're like, anyway, what? like the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no transition into that. And she's not listening to him at all. Max like stands up for himself, but he's also a pushover. So yeah. like, yeah. there's like, he doesn't really fight back. He kind of, I mean, he does, but like not, yeah. he, he's just not a fiery personality. So no. And he's an outsider and, to the group. He's, he's, yeah. You know? Yes, absolutely. Still after all this time, he is still an outsider to this group. Yeah. And like, so we cut, we cut away really quick 
to Bat picking up drinks for her and Tina, Kit suspecting something's up with that. And then we go back to um to the show and and Max is saying like, well, at least Alice is like a better boss than his boss at Intech Moan. Is that the fish nor fowl guy? Oh no, that yeah. was no, that was that his was, coworker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, Max. So I want to say something about Shane with the camera and how Shane fucking around with this camera. All you had to do was make sure it was, you didn't need to move the camera. You just needed to make sure it was rolling. Um, So by fucking around with the camera, changing all the settings, zooming in on boobs at like another table and some girl's terrible tattoo. Back tattoo. By doing all of this, Shane has completely delegitimized everything that Max is saying. So like Uh now the audience watching this not only is hearing That's Alice's put upon bullshit, non-existent apology, they're also seeing that Shane doesn't give a shit. And so in the context of the treatment of Max on the show, this is beyond insulting. And it almost feels like the writers of the show themselves trying to fake apologize for how they've treated Max for all these years. And it's right. garbage and I hate it. And it's just absolutely gross. Um, I, I didn't even think about that. That makes so much sense. It also feels like they don't think the scene was important enough on its own. Like they had to add a joke to it. Like they had to mm. put this Shane with the camera joke on top of it because mm. they actually didn't really want people to be paying attention to it or to get anything yeah, out of it. Exactly. They mm. wanted it to be, they needed like an extra joke, like having that, mm. having Max trying to talk about trans inclusion while they're like filming. It's so tacky. It's gross. It's super tacky. And, and if I would want to encourage everyone who hasn't to watch uh, Disclosure on Netflix because there's a really incredible mm-hmm. section in Disclosure where they talk about the L word and the terribly problematic representation of Max on the show. And one of the things that is pointed out in the documentary, which I like, I was like, oh, duh, of course, is just like that the show and the writers in the show are coming from a place of like, we are cis lesbians and this is our view on things. And so it's like through that lens that we see Max. And this scene is like such a great representation of how problematic that can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, every scene with Max in it is a great, great representation True, of how problematic that can be. True, but there's something extra shitty about this one where they're yeah. literally like, oh, we don't even want to apologize. Like Max is making us apologize. And like, we can't even operate a camera. Like, yeah. oh my God, you guys, there's so much going on that we like could not possibly be like fucking right. paying attention. Um, and I think one thing okay. that like Zeke talked about when he was on the show with us that I thought of here is like at the end when Max is like when he says that like well at least you're a better boss than my other boss that it's like sort of setting an example of like you should settle for this like Mm. for this like mediocre fucking treatment Mm. like that it sent that message to him when he was growing up like that this is the best you're gonna get in terms of like a community is these people who like at least they're better than your other boss and like that's Mm. bullshit and no one should you know Max says in that same line the rest of that line is even though you're transphobic that's what Max mm-hmm. says to her. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Also, it's then, like, how long have they been friends at this point? You know, it's like. Three years? Like Two years? Yeah, it's like not, it's not like, it's not he like works growing for pains. Her. Like, yeah, it's not like you're <laughs> learning still. It's like, y- this is somebody who you've known for years. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. Um, then Molly comes in with her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend, Richard. And, uh. She introduced and Alice gets right up. She's done with the podcast already. Oh, she, she's, she's out of there. She's over it. And Shane starts talking to Molly and Richard. Um, and Alice says that she is familiar with Phyllis. And Max uh, has to introduce himself because they uh, don't 
they forget he's a person that's standing there. (sighs) Why? Why even do it? Because they wanted us to be, that's, they had an agenda. And the agenda was, uh, trans men are terrible. That's the agenda. Trans men don't belong. That trans men aren't a part of this community. That was their agenda. It seems pretty clear. Um, I guess you could make the argument that they didn't know what they were doing, which they didn't know what they were doing. And there were no trans people involved in the writing or the production of the show. But I also think that they had to, on some level, know how deeply shitty all of this was. And had Except the only thing that isn't Billy and Max's sex scene. Yes! (laughs) Get it up! If the Howard gave us one one gift. Yes. That's it. Not it's worth it for the rest so of it. So good. We're we're I almost there. We are now going to change guests. We are going to switch over from oh Gabby and Mal to Brittany and Cerise. Are we unmuted? Yeah. Yes, you now are. You're unmuted. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything you've been dying to share? No. <laughs> Okay, it looked like Cerise was about to say something. (laughs) Hey, y'all. I will start off by saying that um, Cerise finished watching the episode, said it made her very horny, and lit a bunch of candles. (laughs) Why are you putting me out there like that? proper like response right (laughs) um should we continue on with this fine piece of television let's do it all right reese where are we dan's enormous office building where bet and uh bettina's are going uh to the therapies and um bet is like jenny gave cindy a part even though bet like facilitated that event uh and then they get in the elevator she's like by the way because tina was not at the meeting she didn't get a complimentary cigar and a pat down um (laughs) but i feel like we we talked briefly about the previous scene where bet picks up the coffee but i don't did we say that in that scene kit figures out that she's cheating on jody because that feels significant it is very significant Mm -hmm. kit knows right away yeah and like so many of us here at home, is a little worried about Jody, who's just along yeah. for the ride, but she doesn't know she's on the ride. Right. Which is how you drive Terrible. someone crazy. Terrible. Terrible. Forever. Seems like kind of a bad sign that if you're just <laughs> nice to your ex, then your sister's like, ah, oh, you're cheating. <laughs> yeah. It says a lot about uh, <laughs> where you're, what, you know. Yeah, no, you, you're clearly not a great person if that's where her mind goes immediately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're only nice to people when you're fucking them. Got it. <laughs> oh, I see. You're cheating. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Beth's outfit also in this scene is giving me Dom at the office, mm-hmm. and I was yes. living for yes. it. Yes, it is it's nice. Business, business casual Dom. We are clocked in. We are on the clock. We are dominating the business and also other things yes then they get in the elevator they make elevator small talk it stops right the elevator stops and bet is very unhappy about it because she alone hates heat bet (laughs) loses her entire mind god damn 
ruling blackouts were over. This must be kind of spontaneous. Oh, what the shit. Fuck Look at that? that. Fuck, I can't get a signal. Oh, God. Okay. I, don't, I don't like this. I don't like it. It's gonna get really fucking hot in here in about two seconds. I cannot take the heat. I'm gonna have okay. a panic attack. I know I am. I breathe. Breathe. Deep breath. I don't okay. breathe too deep. I'll take a bully oxygen. No, it's gonna be fine. Love it. I love I love people when like when like a bad thing happens or like when when I love what that like a thing where it's like it's universally bad like no yeah. one likes a blackout and like no one wants to be trapped in an elevator but like I love when someone will freak out as if they're the only ones who hate yeah. that or they invented being anxious about something I think that's mm -hmm. wonderful it's like when Michael Scott said he doesn't like hospitals like <laughs> my favorite yeah um so Tina's going to calm her down. The point of this is that Tina understands that like no one else ever could. Oh, like gets she... her. So we go back to the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and Alice has already left there. She's done with this non-apology. Yeah. Yeah, they wrap that right up. They're just done. Max is Can't like putting the, everything away. And Tom comes by and he's wearing short shorts and a muscle tee, which I think is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I was really into that. So at no point they address that Shane had a wandering camera, right? <laughs> right. No, no, it was not addressed at all. Okay. No, no. That's going straight to straight to the web. At one point, the camera is filming the ceiling because she doesn't lock the tripod and walks away when Molly shows up. I'm like, is this my dad recording my like kindergarten like school play again? Because it was mostly yeah. the floor. This is me. This is my brother. When I let him do the camera for like my end of the road music video, which was had a Lego guy walking um, to the end of the road. A Lego little guy? guy? Little guy? Yeah. Little mm -hmm. Lego dude? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did lip syncing. So it alternated between me lip syncing um, in a vest and like a plaid vest. Um, you know, End of the Road by Boys Two Men. I'm familiar. Yeah, it's a great song. And then I alternated it with some stop motion um, animation mm -hmm. of a Lego guy on a on a road, it was like a road I built out of styrofoam. Was he was walking to the end of it? So, and then, um, then he fell. He fell off. He came to the end of the road. As, as I love, a, I love a literal interpretation of mm. of a music video. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So Tom has got an art show. He's been painting up a storm. Painting <laughs> up a storm. I love that Max is like, I didn't know you were a painter, and I was like, frankly, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. And he, he reveals that he he is not a big time. He doesn't like, I don't know, puts put stuff together and with poles and uh, stairs. What is Jody make again? Origami with sculptures, steel. sculptures, large, large installation sculptures. So he's not rich like Jody. Um, that's why he interprets for Jody. Tom does that thing where he asks where Max's girlfriend is because he wants to know what's up and Grace, our best friend Grace, is back in San Francisco, and they Thank have, God. in fact, broken up probably 17 times. She's not yeah. still stuck in Illinois. She is, or where were they? What state were they in? Uh, in Illinois. Illinois. It was Illinois, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember, because Brittany sent in um, some information about Max's. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Winnetka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom uh, says he was like, kind of freaked out he was like into him and then was kind of freaked out so he kind of like stopped coming by um and then max is bummed and i and that's that's real uh but then he's like hey let's go out like tonight yeah Boom. so when he was like 
I was sort of into you and I was freaked out. Was that also a transphobic comment or was yes. there something was else happening? Okay, yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I was I like, because sure. he thinks Max is straight and doesn't think he's gay, right. but it, it was that. Okay, I was right. I was like, oh, he's afraid of his, his own feelings. I didn't want oh. to dislike Tom, but now I have mm. to. Yeah, I, given... Based on Max's face, like he looks so like crestfallen when he says that, yeah. that I was like, yeah, that's definitely in reference to him like, being like, ooh, transphobic. And uh, yeah, so uh, the way that was played was that Max said yes to the date. So um, thus we have that. that example of a thing that's not okay to say. <laughs> that's an okay thing to say, <laughs> like always. So we go to Alice's. And Tasha yeah. sitting on the couch. This is so iconic. And she's like, <laughs> the windows are open and she's just like listening to the sounds of the city. Mm-hmm. And Alice comes in and she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm feeling what 6 p.m. feels like. And she just like looks really content and is just, I just love it. It was great. 6 p.m. is a terrible time. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> I'd much rather be on my couch than on the 405. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this like what we're, we've all been doing? I know. Exactly. I was like, this yeah, is a common all. experience for everyone now. <laughs> We are all um, now Tasha, who are, we're all just at home being like, so this is what 3 p.m. is. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And for and for where they, they live in their house, um, 6 p.m. is, it's birds chirping, it's grasshoppers making noises, it's bugs yeah. flying, it's birds flying, it's planes flying, it's cars crashing, it's honking, it's it's a lot, it's, it's wind, it's fire, it's everything, every sound. It's like a jungle-scape, it's like a like a forest scape it's a scene it's the whole scene all of it it's right there all the sounds of the whole world a baby is born a mother is crying <laughs> a waterfall that was, that was beautiful trickles down offering cool relief from the hot weather incredible that's yeah. great thank you so much um, um tasha is so excited to have nothing to do and then alice is like well you should do me alice has something she can do it's her <laughs> So we're back on the elevator. This stresses me out. Oh, this is so stressful. Oh, I love this scene. <laughs> well, like the elevator and this of it all. The idea of being trapped on an elevator is stressful. Very Have stressful. you ever been trapped on an elevator? I just I confused my own life with the movie Speed. <laughs> oh, did you thought you thought you were on that bus? <laughs> Happens all the time. Well, in the beginning of Speed, isn't there someone stuck in an elevator? I think you're thinking of the movie Devil. Yeah. Devil? Devil, the whole premise is they're stuck, they're on stuck an in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, well, El- I know that elevator has always been my go to like fantasy answer. Like, if you had one fantasy, like, blah, 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 it's been elevator. It's not really true. I just like feel like I always have to have an answer. But I feel like I came up with that from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny <laughs> wait what's your real answer then my fantasy uh, ted just have sex in a bed <laughs> <laughs> what's what's wrong with the bed it's, it's comfortable pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's says there is an elevator scene in speed oh okay you I, are vindicated I, I, also, my fantasy is also a bed <laughs> it's built for that kind of thing you know what i mean <laughs> I think that's nice. It's nice to have room to spread out. <laughs> Their first question is, "Does do you think Dan knows that we're here? Yes. Yeah, he definitely knows that you're there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the power went out in his building moments before you were due for your appointment, he's probably very aware. <laughs> Time for Dan Foxworthy role play. Oh man, this is so hot. My, that's my fantasy, actually. Oh yeah. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> my fantasy is talking out my therapy sessions with Brittany in an elevator in our bare feet playing footsie. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. bare feet in an elevator. <laughs> Nothing I love less. <laughs> I love this peek into your lives. <laughs> So what is they what Dayan would want to know? What's Tina afraid of? What do they want? She says, "Fucking it all up." She's afraid of being judged by their friends, and she's afraid uh-huh. of hurting Jody. This is well, really all valid. I would say valid. These are all she's valid. She's done all these things already. <laughs> yes, she absolutely has. <laughs> she's already done all of her fears, so she shouldn't be afraid of them anymore. <laughs> And all she got out of it was being punished by being trapped in an elevator during a blackout. So maybe she actually should be afraid of those things. Look where it got her. You know what I mean? Sexy scene. Bet says that her and Jody don't share the same values. Is that correct? I think so. Jody doesn't like kids. Oh, right. I, I feel like sharing values is one of those things that you can use to justify being who you're with and justify not being with anyone. Because how many people really have like good like if you listen to Bet's answers, they're yeah. pretty hilarious. They are <laughs> not, I think, what people expect from like what our values are. Like I think most people aren't like, oh, you see the beauty in things <laughs> and that means that our values are alive. Those aren't values. That's just like opinions. Right. Like values are like deeper than that. I don't Love, know. Family. Family swimming. swimming. Cheating, cheating, lying, manipulating, being passive aggressive, gaslighting. Um, um, I will say, I think that these are valid values because I agree with all of Bet's values here, and we're both. I th- we're obviously both Tauruses. Like Bet's clearly a Taurus. And I think that if oh, you're a Taurus, say that. no, I think if you're, I think if you're a Taurus, oh. you, this, I feel like this is valid. If you're a Taurus, you care about things being beautiful and you like the same people and you dislike the same people because we are always judging. right. <laughs> yeah, always right. <laughs> okay. Quality case against her being a Taurus. Serious. I must be hearing this wrong because there is no case against being a Taurus. No, against Bet being a Taurus. Oh, against Bet being a Taurus. She's a Capricorn. <laughs> Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank sure. you. <laughs> I agree. Bet is a Libra. I think I saw. I could see chat. a Libra. I'm a Libra, but I know I'm terrible, so it's okay. <laughs> I don't think Libras are terrible. I don't think they're terrible. But we do appreciate the beauty in things, which is a a big value, you know. And Jody probably doesn't because she's just an artist, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, I guess yeah. Jody doesn't want kids, and Jody is. Polly and Bet is into having kids and is a cheater. So I guess those are all different <laughs> values. It's also funny because this is just the writers never seem to have like a set intention, right? Because all this stuff about like what were they doing by being transphobic? Right. I think they were just being transphobic because then you get to scenes like this and it's like Bet's supposed to be like waxing poetic and being deep about what her values are and like it's like i care about quality of life like they (laughs) meant that scene to be like this is a deep connection and the way Uh that they thought they would get that across was by saying like 
I love when oranges are in a bowl. Like that's essentially <laughs> what she's saying. That would be a shared value with Sherry Jaffe because she had that whole citrus bowl at her party in the beginning of season four that, oh that Shane's keys were in. Remember that? I do. I, do. I remember everything that ever happened in the L word now because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I forget like actual words that people use for normal things because all the L word and I'm old. Um, so we're all, you know, we're old. It's just what happens. Yep. Um, also, the thing is that Tina attention to beauty and they're comfortable with people in each other's world. But Tina liked Henry and that does not reflect an attention <laughs> to beauty or people of the world that are comfortable. And also who is in Tina's world? She still doesn't even have fucking parents. Who's in Tina's hey, world? That's friends. It's just all their own friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have oh, the same you happen friends. to also like our mutual friends. Right? Yeah, it's just the friends. Except they Jenny have is the together. thing at the end. We like the same people. We dislike the same people. Yes. <laughs> oh, and they both rather stay in on New Year's Eve. That's kind of cute. <laughs> Isn't that? What's that? Is, value? This also, is this also the scene where Tina reads her and is like, uh, you only care about this because it's an affair? Was that this one? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, another example of just them not knowing that Tina is right like it's just again the writers being like oh we're gonna say this it's like no that's exactly it that's 100% spoils the entire game that does only care because it's an affair because it's Mm -hmm. exciting they're sneaking around like that's all she cares about yeah and so Um, but yeah but so she's like feels compelled to destroy good things and tina says that she was awful with henry which is true she was yes and then she's like apologizing and then bet like takes four hours to move across the floor of the elevator to sit like, next dude, to like, she like totally like worms across the elevator floor it's a very strange choice yeah that was definitely um, a direction thing they were like if you stand up we have to move the camera and we don't want to move the camera so you're going to have to get over there without move standing up and that's yeah. what happened she did it she did it proud of her took a while but she did it and then yeah that's and then that's the moment where she's like Tina, I love you. And Tina's like, no, this is just an affair. Like what you were saying, Brittany. And Beth's like, it doesn't feel like an affair. It feels like I'm coming home. A terrible thing happened to me in this moment, which is that I started saying the lines out loud with the TV. (laughs) I like already knew this whole speech. Because I was saying they're like, it feels like coming home. And... I'm a broken person now. (laughs) And then they, a romantic swell of music and then they make out. Swimming pool by Freeze Pop. Yep. I listened to this song 5,000 times after this episode. (laughs) This song, this is like the score of half this episode is this song by Freeze Pop. So we go back to set. Jenny and Shane are waiting for Nikki. Shane would like to leave. Molly calls her and Molly is at home by herself and the lights keep going on and off and she's so scared. Can you please, please, please come over, please? And Shane's like, um, what about Richard? And basically Molly tells Shane that Richard flew across the country to try to get her back and she was like, fuck off and sent him away. But not before bringing him to the planet to obviously need to run into Shane. So I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. But, um... The lights go off again and she screams. She's so scared. She's so scared because of the blackout. Like, how are you scared if you know what's causing the power outage? That's not what she's really scared, Carly. 
I know. I know, Reese. So Jenny. we go to we go to this absolutely fucking ridiculous scene. I hate it's, this trope. This is terrible. We're at Shenny's. Adele is standing in the dark, clearly <laughs> pretending to be Jenny. How did she orchestrate this? Like how long? What? Like she how long was she standing there? How did she know Adele would I mean clearly she told Adele to go to the house, right? Like I told think we Vicky. can infer that. Or no, Adele told she told Vicky. her to come to the set because when later when Adele shows up, she was like, Oh, you came. Well, at any rate, Adele's at Shenny's. She's hiding Waiting. in the dark. And with her hair. Uh, fucking Nikki comes in. She's like, Oh my god, this letter was so amazing. It like reminded me why I want to be in the film and I love you. And just full yeah. on kisses Adele. And Adele is like, my plan has worked. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's so creepy. It's so <laughs> creepy. Adele is so scary. So then, of course, at the exact moment that this happens, the power comes back on. Incredible. Yeah. So now, how, did she really she can, not notice at first? Like, I feel like you, you would notice know? the smell of someone at first, yeah. you know? Right? Like, are they the exact same height? Like, same body type? I don't know. This is this is a reach. They look exactly alike. <laughs> I mean, she's single dark. white femaleing her. <laughs> they have the same bangs. <laughs> but if everyone with the same bangs looked alike, it would have been very confusing. When did we all have bangs? Four years ago. Yeah, two thousand eight. I feel like also <laughs> if you thought, oh, this might not be the correct person. If you just had that flash, then you'd be like, oh, but of course it is because then that person would like pull away. They wouldn't have kissed me. They right, would have said, oops, okay, none I, of that happened. I have some, I have an anecdote. Okay. I've actually done this. <gasps> yes. Was it to Brittany? <laughs> no. Brittany's like, first time hearing of it. <laughs> no, my last girlfriend, we had like, it was during Halloween and she had come home from the party earlier than me. And we also had like a friend staying here. They don't look anything alike, just for the record. Did they have on the same costume? No, but it was They were dark. both ghosts. <laughs> and I came in the door and I saw someone sleeping on the couch and I thought it was my girlfriend. Why would she be sleeping on the couch? Nigga, I don't know. I was- <laughs> <laughs> but she was like knocked out. So like it was dark. Were I, you like- drunk? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled down the cover and I like kissed her. You pulled down the cover? This is not alike at all. <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, oh my God. Did they wake up? No. <laughs> no, no. Got even worse. I told her in the morning, I was like, girl, I was so drunk last night. I kissed you. And she thought it was hilarious. Was she I like, know. I had That's a dream. That's my story. <laughs> so it is possible. It's this possible. is completely realistic. It's very possible. But like, okay. like Adele like orchestrated this. Yeah. <laughs> so did Cerise's couch friend. Cerise's <laughs> <laughs> couch friend. It's so fucking funny. Oh my god. Oh boy. And Nikki's like, you oh. look so alike in the dark. Okay. <laughs> She's like, of course I do. I got the same haircut. On purpose. Yeah. Which Max noticed because he's the only smart person. The only on the smart show, person on the Joey. show. And so Adele's like, "You have to go to set and meet Jenny, and um, she's going to be really mad." And so Nikki's like, "Oh, cool! Like we just won't tell her. It was like a like a little mistake." 
And then Adele looks like really mad. Like Adele's face gets really scary there. Yeah. I think they should have told her just for laughs. Like we all for laughs. That's Cerise. <laughs> you know? So Shane goes to Molly's house and Molly is holding a candle like it's the olden times. Yeah. <laughs> like, fully like like a cloak and a candle. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's holding a candle like the olden times. Molly is not scared of the dark. It was all a ruse. She's scared because she wants to fuck Shane. Uh-huh. And that she would wants- scare me too. Yeah. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I'd be like, what am I doing? <gasps> Like, I came over here because I thought you were afraid of the dark. <laughs> I hated that. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm scared because I wanted to fuck you. Oh, you're not a guy. Oh, that whole. Oh, this so tired. It felt very 2008. Like, it felt like this is like where we were at in movies and TV shows of like women sleeping with women for the first time of like, you're like a guy, but different. Yeah. Which is <laughs> exhausting. We are absolutely past this. But I guess in 2008, we were not. We were honestly probably were past this in 2008, but here we are. So um, Molly won't shut up because she talks a lot when she's <laughs> nervous. So she just says like 4,000 things and she's they're drinking wine and uh, Girl Scouts. she says that Richard thinks she's oddly proportioned. And Shane says, well, Richard's a tool. Uh-huh. Fuck Richard. She also says that she caught Rickard, Rick, Rickard, um, I'm going to go with that, um, jerking <laughs> off to internet Rickard. porn. Wow, how dare he? Yeah, like what? So what? Oh my God, what? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like every at home, everyone's like, okay. So surely there's worse. Like what? It feels like a very twenty-year-old thing to get upset about. Yeah, yeah. Like I can imagine being mad about that when I was twenty. Sure. Right. But she says that she's not going to marry Richard. I told him that today, and um, she does that thing where she says uh, she's like, I've taken. She's like talks about how um like she's like i know the truth about marriage because i took one gender studies class and yeah. so what's about to happen is very bad except the song is it still freeze pop swimming pool comes right back on in this moment and i again right back in 2008 you know sitting in kate's suv listening to the freeze pop album that she bought because she liked this song but it turned out that this is the only good song on the album that happened a lot with music in this time period. Yeah, because you would I'd buy the like, whole CD. Oh, great song. And then I buy the album and I'm like, why did I buy this? This is bad. Yeah, yeah. Everything is perfect now. Do, do, do. But it's not. <laughs> then we go to Tom's house. They made a tiny little set for this. I'm not even convinced they made a whole set for this. I, I wasn't sure if it was Tom's house or if they were just in the shed. Are they in the shed? <laughs> they got to be in the shed because those lights... I know. Keep that's flashing. what I was thinking about the lights. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Tom made dinner on uh, Carmen's DJ. I thought they <laughs> went out to dinner and then they got back to the shed. But I don't know that any of this actually matters because they're silhouetted. Yeah. It's cool lighting and they start yes. to make out. <laughs> yeah. So it's a Tom lives in a closet at Jody's house. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it. I think lot. that's that's fair. Um, so we get up to Molly's room where she has 400 candles lit. Oh, I love um, this for her. Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Here, I, was, I wasn't calling you Carol, but you can come if you want. Come here. Oh, come here. Carol. 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 Carol 
time. Uh, so yeah, this oh. is um, they start kissing. Then they they according to the captions, they start chuckling a lot. Um, and Shane looks at all of Molly's trophies. Shane's like, we don't have to have sex, but Molly's like, yeah, we do. Um, but okay, I had a one I one real thing to say, which is that I think this is the first time that we've seen Shane build a friendship with someone before they have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they already have a little bit of a rapport. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of cute. Yeah. And then she Mo- Shane takes her shirt off and Molly says, Weird. Boobs. What's happening? What what is this? I still say that. <laughs> it's true. Every time. I mean, oh, wow. They've become much more interesting now that I don't have them anymore. Now I'm more novel. <laughs> Boobs are more exciting now that I don't have ones that I hate. Anyway, uh, that's stuff for another day. Um, <laughs> okay, so Nikki goes to see Jenny, who is still on set. And she starts her speech about the letter. It's the exact same thing she was saying before. She clearly prepared the two sentences about the letter. Uh-huh. Look how good she was at memorizing, though. I know. She's an actor. She can I memorize can those lines. Her. And uh, Jenny kisses her, and they do a bunch of I love yous and apologies and start rolling around. And yes, they are in the bowling-themed room still. this is They love each other so much. So much. If you had a chance to fuck on a bowling-themed set, like, <laughs> who would pass that up? You got to do it. Come on. It. Yeah. Yeah. Were there sirens in this scene, too? Probably. There were sirens in the... Molly Shane scene heavily a lot throughout a lot of noise a lot that's why the power goes out the noises go up because because the cops are out. I don't understand what they're implying it's just I like know. when the power uh, goes out everyone is just like just call 911 and tell them <laughs> that the power's out yeah I love I love to call the authorities anytime my power has gone yeah. out <laughs> yeah that's a good use of everyone's time Whatever. Don't call the cops. Anyway, um, so, okay. Now Molly and Shane are, like, doing it, and it's so great. And Molly okay. says the worst um, things you could say, which is, You really are like a guy. Really sexy guy. You're so much softer. And then Shane's like, I don't know if you're ready for this. <laughs> and I was like. But Shane's, but Shane's also like, I'm not a guy. Yeah. Which is a good point because um, because Shane isn't isn't a guy, right? I'm really glad she cleared that up for yeah. Molly because Molly seems confused. <laughs> yeah, and then Molly touches her and is like, "Oh, you're really wet," and Shane's like, "Uh huh." And she's like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting that," and I'm like, "What is what is happening? <laughs> what? Like, what has Molly? Maybe Molly's never been wet before. Probably. That's the takeaway here, I think. Yeah." She's never watched internet porn, apparently. She thinks that it's evil because of Richard doing it in Nantucket. I mean, yeah, she doesn't know anything. She responded to, I don't know if you're ready for this, with, I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> She's lacking imagination. Truly. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. Okay, we go to Alice's apartment where she has brought a glass of ice over to Tasha on the couch. Yeah. Because it's time for sexy ice stuff. and boots. Yeah. I know, but uh, you know what she doesn't do? What? I mean, before we start talking about the cool stuff that they do do, is that, um, <laughs> is that she, what she doesn't do, 
but she could have done is put ice in Tasha's butthole or Tasha could have put ice in her butthole and then it kills you from the from the ground up like this that's escalating things so quickly Reed. yeah that's like a serious (laughs) that's like just jumping we don't know that they didn't do that that's true scene just you know blacked out right. we don't right. know that is true they probably we don't know what's that. on the cutting room floor as they say that's what 6 p.m looks like to me is an ice cube in the butthole blood ice <laughs> all right and it sounds like sirens <laughs> maybe they tried and it was just so hot that it would melt before it got to the butthole that's yeah good. yeah that's probably that's probably what happened they probably tried have you ever yeah, tried that, Reese? Does it work? Yeah, I have done that to someone. Yeah, I'm gonna try it that later. I don't know. I don't know if it works. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know what yeah. you better get. I mean, I think. Back. <laughs> I think. Well, I think that the main thing that it did, the most important thing that it did, is that it it was really funny. You know, I like, strive <laughs> for funny in my sex life. Yeah, it, we got a good laugh out of it. Yeah, and um, and now I'm getting more laughs out funny. of it right now. Me too. Yeah, I didn't have an ice cream in my butthole, just to be clear. Ah! I put it in someone else's butthole. So I was laughing the whole time. They were laughing. Everyone had a nice time. Everyone was having fun. This is great. It was was really hot. Except the the ice. And she didn't have air conditioning, and it was like 100 degrees. (laughs) So we had to be creative. And I am Ah. creative. I have a sub. I graduated from college with a sub-concentration in creative writing. Hey, Reese. Wow. Did you call it a freeze pop? Oh, I could have. That's what we call a missed opportunity. Anyway, um, Alice and Tasha are doing Okay, we go back to the elevator. Bet and Tina are like comedically sweaty, like 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 so sweaty. Take your clothes off. That's my advice to both of them. They still have way too many clothes on. Yeah. Why are they trying to hold on to their clothes in this situation? As someone who has been stuck in an elevator, I can tell you. <laughs> Our stuck in elevator expert. You have time to get dressed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somebody get me out of here. I can't. Oh, it's really good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I guess we Racking should, we should know um, that... that that Tina, I wrote Tina's getting fucked good, and so I think, and it's important. Everyone's having sex. Everyone, everyone's having a nice time. It's very sexy, so sexy. It's just a lot of sexy sex, sexy sex. This um, is the part that made me horny, right? <laughs> this montage. What the fuck? I thought, <laughs> I thought you were generous. saying that the the bowling bedroom made you horny, but it's the, it's the sex montage. <laughs> I think what we all can gather here is it's not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Elevators, someone on the couch, the L word, all of it. God, Uh, Tom fucks Max. That's cool. Excited for Max. And he's using a condom. Safe, safe sex. Safe sex. That's important. Good for Max. Excited for Max. I wrote, get it, boys. Then I'm um, back in, in set. We got Nikki and Jenny. They're they're naked because these are actresses who are like showing their boobs a lot. And we like that for them. And uh, they're hot, naked. They're, they're, 
fucking um, good for them. Um, the the newscaster says uh, we have a heat wave wreaking havoc on SoCal, where three major fires are out of control and evacuations are underway, which felt a little on the nose. It's to very me. on the nose. It, it is. is. The Bobcat fire has three different heads right now, and it's 101 degrees, like Mal pointed out. So, yeah. They also say that um, people have died in this fire, and they juxtapose that part of the newscast with everyone fucking. And I think, yeah, cool. That's cool. Um, Molly's having a nice time. Yeah. She's having a nice time until um, Phyllis gets home. <laughs> she, Shane is going down on her. Yes. She's enjoying it. She says yes. it was amazing. And then Molly cannot manage to go down on Shane. She's still too weirded out. She can't do it. And then Shane sort of saves it by being like, okay, I'll show you one more time. And then yeah. cut to Phyllis enters. <laughs> And I really enjoy that they have Phyllis entering the scene upside down because her head is back. <laughs> and so she would have seen her upside down. And I thought that was like a very funny, nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, oh, it's Phyllis. Uh oh, mom's home. And Phyllis. now, of course, the power is back. And Bet and Tina are getting dressed in the elevator to go to therapy after everything that has just happened. And Bet says, they're sort of they seem to be negotiating like how they're going to end how Bet's going to end her relationship with Jody and how they're maybe going to actually get back together. Um, but Bet says she doesn't want to tell Jody before the pink ride. I hate this for them. Just do yeah. it. Break up. Don't wait till after the it. vacation or after the camp. Just do it. Just the do pink it. ride. That's the one where they ride from San Francisco to L.A. Yeah. So Subaru she's going to make this motherfucker ride a bike 500 miles and then break up with her? For her dead yes. friend. Correct. <laughs> For someone that Jody never met. <laughs> with all of her terrible friends. All these horrible people who probably by the time this happens will all know that she's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. I hope she hits That's her with a bike. Coming up next week. Yeah. Um, um, Dan is so excited to see them. Bet's hair looks so funny when she gets out of that elevator. She looks like she was having sex in an elevator. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. great. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, anyone traumatized? And it's like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird question. And he had weird energy. <laughs> such weird energy. He had en- the energy of someone who was not at all doing anything to try to get them off the elevator, but then was lying and saying, oh, my God, we were so weird. We were trying so hard to get you guys out of there. And, and I was like, watching the clock thinking one minute less I have to stun with them. Two minutes less I have to stun with them. Is three he minutes billing less. them for the time they were in the elevator? I think he is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Because he's going to to the other ones. I feel like it was one of those things where they had to shoot it like five times of just being like, okay, now they just got off the elevator. You don't know what they were doing, uh, <laughs> but you were stressed out. Okay, go. And he just kept <laughs> not getting it. No, nothing. Yeah, nothing. he gives Didn't us nothing. It. He did he not. They must have had to shoot that so many times because that must have been the best take. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jody's going to be traumatized, so I hope mm-hmm. she's got a different type of therapist. We go back to Molly's where Phyllis says that Shane is beneath her. Get it? Uh, I got ah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, so everyone listening at home knows, um, Mel gave me finger guns, so someone else got it. Uh, I hate this conversation. I can't believe that it happened. This is the second time now that Phyllis is being horrifically classist about Shane. And in a misguided attempt to defend Shane, Molly gets in on the fun, too. This is great. <laughs> I'm saying that sarcastically because it's really painful to watch. <laughs> 
Shane is I simple. I like Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's not the Shane smartest person simple, in the world, like but fan. at least she's not fucking Richard. But also, how did they not know Shane? Like, you all are the ones that aren't smart. Shane is 10 feet away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> like, how did they? I mean, if you're going to talk shit about someone, don't be within earshot. Close the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is yeah, terrible. Scream. You're screaming. That's They're the thing so people loud. can hear. Also, Phyllis and Molly both demonstrate there's a very big difference between books being book smart and being otherwise smart. Because Phyllis is really stupid about a lot of things. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. is Molly. Where mm -hmm. Shane is actually pretty smart about a lot of things. Even yeah. if she didn't read Proust or whatever it is that they said last thing. Because yeah. you know who's read Proust besides Joey Potter? Um, I don't know. I didn't wow. read Proust. Deep cut. <laughs> I didn't read Proust, though. Molly yeah. also, also says, I don't like Shane for her political views. Which I think is a really cool thing to watch somebody say <laughs> in the year 2020. Yeah. I mean, that's like a wild thing to say in 2008 as well. Yeah. And also, yeah, what that too. <laughs> political views? Like, what were Richard's political views? I feel like they all probably had bad political views. Yeah. And Shane maybe just didn't have them, which in this case probably was better than whatever Richard was working with. Richard and his yeah. hot pink polo shirt flying in from the East Coast. I don't trust yeah. that guy. Jerking off the internet porn in Nantucket. Man, more like man, it. fuck it. Yeah. Can we talk about it? <laughs> they should have asked her to leave mm -hmm. and then have this rude conversation if yeah. they must. Like, did she expect she was going to come back and be like, sorry, my yeah. mom was calling you a ragamuffin. Let's get back <laughs> to fucking. Like, ragamuffin. I don't she understand. Comes, she goes what? back in her bedroom and is like, anyway, let's get back <laughs> to sex. Let's get back to business. And she's like, uh, what's wrong with going to community college? It's a very affordable option. Um, That's the episode, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. That's it. It's over oh now. We did it. We Everything did it. We got through the whole thing. perfect now. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back. Um, all right, all right. Let's discuss. Um, what did we think of this episode? Do we like it? Do we not like it? I How liked it because it turned me on. Um, I didn't like it because um, I, I think it was bad for fire safety. <laughs> there's all Fair. those candles in molly's room you know it's like yeah there's wildfires going on and you've turned your room into a a mini know, wildfire a hazard yeah, yeah. A hazard that's yeah. not very smart yeah yeah exactly no, that's not very okay. smart so you talk about shane not being smart excuse me yeah shane's like only you can prevent forest fires <laughs> um i it had real twists and turns okay the mob scene great um, Alice <laughs> not apologizing for being transphobic. Wow, that was bad. the same episode. I can't believe it was the same episode. Okay. Yeah. Then um, the Tina and Bet. Okay, here's the thing. It's all bad, but them having sex in the elevator was hot. Um, and okay. Then, and then I don't understand why Shane is slumming it with Molly. No. TBH. <laughs> you want to talk about who's slumming it? Shane is slumming it. Because Molly's like, you know, like neurotic and also a challenge and shane likes that <laughs> what are you trying to say <laughs> keeps her on her toes what what are you trying to say 
I didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> like, that's highs and lows. Whoever wrote this episode, like, was it like, did four I people leave. write this episode by, like, doing that thing where you say one word and the next person says another word and the next person <laughs> says another word? <laughs> It felt that way a little bit. Eileen Chaikin is the credited writer for the episode. Mm-hmm. That was too much. It was too much. But the best parts of the episode were the parts without words, where we just saw bodies moving together in love and sex. Yeah. No, and but a love. lot of them were bad couples. Like Jenny I and like Nikki Tasha's bad. new... Um, bad couples, but hot sex. Hot, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is the final verdict on this episode. Is what? <laughs> bad couples, but hot sex. Yeah. Tasha is like... The one that I would want to. Um, I don't. I didn't like their whole thing when Tasha was in the military, but I like Tasha's new vibe that starts in this episode, yeah. where she's yeah. like, "I'm a civilian now, and I'm like chilling." <laughs> well, Tasha is distractingly good looking, like to the point that yeah. multiple times during the episode, I went, "Wow, that's a good looking person." <laughs> like it's there's a bit much. To she be honest, have a huge role in this episode. No, it's like too much, actually. Yeah, there's also she, she has a great laugh, and there's a lot of her laughing, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's a lot of her um, having sex and laughing and ice in places. Some we know about, some we don't necessarily know about. Like the butthole. Um, I love this episode. I think ice in the butthole would hurt. No, it's it's melting. Uh-uh. It's soft. No. It's melting, it's, yeah. I'm with Gabby. It's melting. Yeah, it's melting. Yeah, there's no heart. Exciting, it's erotic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mistake, Cerise. My mistake. You're right. You're there right. was ice in her butthole, and then Molly was like, "You're so wet," and Shane was like, "No, it's the ice cube that is in my butthole." <laughs> Cools you down from the bottom up. <laughs> wow. I love this episode because I love the she. I think the she bar stuff is really funny, and all the sex is sexy, and the music is great. Um, by the music, I mean one song, "Swimming Pool" by Freeze Pop, that I <laughs> listened to a lot, and I was listening to, and I wrote a really good blog post that everyone really mm-hmm. liked. And because I was listening to that song, it was inspiring me. Whenever I'm rewatching stuff now, like as an adult musician, I'm always like. That is so interesting that they reuse the same music cue over and over. And then I'm like, how much did Freeze Pop get get paid for that? Because they yeah. used them like kind of in the foreground of the show. Yeah, yeah. that that's them uh, probably taking advantage of like somebody's friend or something. Yeah, yeah. or like what's well, like when you do like a isn't there like usually part of those contracts is like how much of the song you can use like time wise. So like somehow they were able to get like a large number of. <laughs> minutes well in (laughs) my in my film in my film which is about niece barley sal jerice (laughs) and britney we don't change britney's (laughs) name at all britney's name no change uh we will be using all of uh mal blum's pity boy (laughs) every i change everyone's name i change my own name britney stays britney (laughs) (laughs) with an i yes with an i spelled the same the questions are in the ask a question box. We were originally going to answer them if we had like a few minutes when we were going to like switch over between our guests, but that didn't happen uh-huh. because it was so seamless. Um, so we just have 20 unanswered questions. I can answer them fast. Want me to answer them quickly? <laughs> Rapid fire, Gabby. <laughs> I think Gabby should answer the questions that were sent in. Yes. Did you fuck all night before you told her I was the love of your life this morning? Yes. Would really no. love to know if any of you guys thought the speed of Max coming up with Tom was weird. No. 
No. Have any of you listened to Alicia and Kate's podcast, Pants? And if so, do you have any thoughts about it? I have not. No. Eileen Chaykin, will you be in? Will you invite Reese to your pool? There can be birding food included. Yes. yes. Of all the steamy sex scenes in this ep, which do you find the hottest? Tina and Bet. I'm really Alice and sorry. Tasha. Whoa, controversial. Okay. Wow. Can we bring Lee Colby back in Gen Q, a queer transplant from Portland since Stumptown got canceled? Absolutely. Fuck this canceling of Stumptown. Does anyone else think if Angela Robinson directed this ep, she would do the mafia table scene like the poker scene in Lucky Be a Lady season four? Still love Rose Chosie, though. Angela Robinson is amazing. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen yeah. um, Marsden, Professor Marsden, and the Wonder, Wonder Woman. Marsden, the Wonder Woman. Oh, I love that. That movie. That'll make is you horny, too. It. What a horny film. Did anyone else film. forget how much of a bummer this one. episode was? Yes. Why don't people fuck their hot girlfriends? <laughs> Truly a mystery. Do you think Jenny legit does not figure out Adele's scamminess or does she just not recognize the extent to which the scamminess is serving Adele instead of Jenny? I don't think Jenny notices anyone but Jenny. How can you talk about Jenny's legs without admitting they are always in dirty tights? Why do you hate dirty tights? sorry. Why do the YouTubers at the chapel at the Abbey hate Gabby? I don't know. Have you ever talked to me? Gabby, tell us about your makeup. I'm obsessed. Thank you. It is um, kimchi's Make Me Happy palette. uh, And then it is also Norvina. And then my lipstick is back. But I put lip gloss over it. Will we have a pee break? No. If Tina's <laughs> parents scream Tina into the world, but no one is there to see them or hear them, do they make a sound exist? Uh, I don't know what that's a reference to. Do you want No, to- it doesn't. It doesn't. They don't. Right. She doesn't have parents. Tina's parents don't exist. Do you want to come to my parents' house in Connecticut and use our pool? Absolutely. Is Gabby a femme top? <laughs> yes. Does Jenny's relationship <laughs> with William remind anyone else of Elizabeth Holmes? That is hilarious. Have you ever heard Very that funny. woman talk? It's crazy. <laughs> what writer decided that Foxworthy was a good last name for a character? Uh, I'm sorry, have you never heard of comedian Jeff Foxworthy? Yeah, Did they use Foxworthy. the original Dan Foxworthy side, actor? Right? Seems like it was some other guy doing a voiceover since we don't actually see Dan, really. That's a great question. It's- Justice for Dan Foxworthy. Can you please recap <laughs> no, the L word? No, the real no. L word when you finish recapping the L word. Good God, no. What is, <laughs> what is the ship name for Gabby and Mal? Uh, Gal. Mabby. Don't say it. Mabby. Maybe. Wasn't it Glum Baby? Baby Glum? No. I hate that one. I knew you were going to say it. Baby Glum. Wow. This really. Please don't. Please don't. Really went off the rails. Wow. That was rapid. That was a great job, Gabby. Thank you. Thank you. Should we talk about um, you guys and like where our readers, our listeners. Oh my God. Yes. Can find, follow you and like just get more of you in their lives. Yes. Yeah, totally. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Cerise Castle. Cerise is kind of weird to spell. I'm sorry. (laughs) Figure it out. (laughs) It's spelled C-E-R-I-S-E. My last name is Castle, like where a queen lives. That's me. Wow. (laughs) But yeah, check me out. I'm a reporter. I talk about important things. (laughs) In my version of this, your name is like Jerice Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Jeff's just a new Cerise fan. <laughs> just what a delight. What a delightful person. Oh, oh my God. We're all out of our minds. Uh Brittany, plug your things. Brittany Nichols is my name. You could find me at B is Hilarious on Twitter and Instagram. And if you live in LA and you're voting, check out the Knock Voter Guide. Hell yeah. 
is currently open in a tab on my computer because my ballot arrived today and I'm so excited to fill it out and drop it off. Fuck yeah. Voting is so cool. I can say that. (laughs) Mal Blum, where can folks find you? Uh, I'm Mal Blum. (laughs) At Mal Blum. M like Mal. A-L-B-L-U-M. And that's everywhere on instagram and twitter does baby and, glum have an instagram yet oh I man i really baby, hope baby, baby glum, glum does not have an instagram on. i'm gonna make it tonight yeah i'm on board with that i would love for us to have, if someone could have like make fan vids of me and mal and like have like a, a twitter where you guys saw i can i just say secretly before we were out as a couple i really did enjoy watching people speculate on twitter it was very fun for me um did you like it mal yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind it. Gabby really loves. Gabby really loves like. Um, Gabby, what's that called? What's like? It's not like compersion, but Gabby really likes when people are like, "I like your partner. Your partner's hot," or whatever. Gabby's like, "Yeah, I love that shit," and I'm like, "I, I don't care." It's validating. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, Gabby. Validation. Yes. Um, I'm <laughs> Gabby Dunn. Gabby loves validation. Um, you can find me at Gabby Dunn on Twitter, but like Twitter's kind of overrated. So I'm on Instagram at at Gabby Road now. Um, and I had a, a show come out, uh, September 24th on Audible and called Apocalypse Untreated and Brittany wrote it with me. Uh, and so you should, if you like me and also Brittany, you should go listen to it. It's called Apocalypse Untreated. There is a character named Brittany that is, I just handed it to Brittany and said, write what you would say. So enjoy that. Um, and it's really good. The series is really good. You. You, both, you both did a really great job you um so th- so listen to that if you like both of us or just britney if you only like britney then also listen that was my to question it. what if or you what like if i only like britney? half and then it equals one like yes exactly okay great thank you for clearing that up Thank you so much for listening to To Ellen Back. You can find us on social media over on Instagram and Twitter. We are at To Ellen Back. You can also email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we have a hotline. You can give us a call, leave a message. It's 971-217-6130. We've also got merch, which you can find at store.autofreddle.com. There's stickers, there's shirts, including a Bet Porter 2020 shirt which is pretty excellent. Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast was produced, edited, and mixed by Lauren Klein. You can find me on social. I am at CarlyTron. Reese is at AutoWin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, Autostraddle.com, the reason we are all here today. Autostraddle.com. All right. And finally, it's time for our L words. This is the segment of the show where we end things by simultaneously shouting out a random L word. Usually these have little to no relevance to anything we just recapped. Okay, Reese, you ready? Okay. One, two, three. Lasagna! Losing! <laughs> okay. Reese, what'd you say? Um, I said uh, laminate. Great. Gabby, <laughs> what'd you say? Lasagna, which is what we were eating, me and Mal. Mal, what'd you say? I said Lunchables because I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good tactic like for Lunchables because you panicked. Brittany, what'd you say? Lithium. Lithium? Therese, what did you say? On top Languish. Ooh, Ooh. That's a good one. I said losing because that's what happened to my beloved LA Sparks and <laughs> they're out of the playoffs. 
I'm sorry, Carly. Um, and now I just really am hoping that Vegas can turn it around because everyone's really here to just hear me talk about the WMBA. I am. All right. <laughs> I know. I am. Well, me too. looks like me we three. did it. We successfully got through this episode. Ooh, now we get to read took... all of the chats. I know. I missed like everything in the I, chat. This I is like... so cute because also this is the first time that our listeners have ever like been in the same spot able to talk to each other, I think. We finally got this going at episode 509. You guys should make a Discord. If you're a listener of this show, make a Discord for that for um to Ellen back and then invite everyone to the Discord. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Do is that it. Like a very overwhelming app. <laughs> I just don't I I'm still like just got into TikTok. So every so often I like to pop into the Which Malblum Discord and just be like, hi guys, it's me. <laughs> How's it going? That um I did a web webcast. I did a couple webcasts on Crowdcast and the chat like made a discord. It, it's just like a forum. And then I like to pop in and go, oh, I'm such a big fan. I wish Mel would recognize me <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Make a discord, guys. Do it. I think we got a lot of insight today into what makes a relationship work in a lot of different ways. You know, elevator, That's true. elevator. We, did. sucks. we didn't get it from the and show, but we got it from our wonderful guests. <laughs> Thank you so much to our wonderful guests for being our wonderful guests. Yeah. We love you all very much. Thanks yeah, for thank having you. Hi, we love you too. Thanks for having me. I miss me. all of you, miss even though we live in the same lot. city. Love you guys. The pandemic be like that. <laughs> Let's all hang out in a field somewhere soon. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you so much to everyone who is here. It says there are 510 people listening to this and chatting and like, Oh my God, y'all have been here since six. Wow. So that's this over two hours. This was fun. I got nervous, this was but it was really, really fun. fun. And it was really cool. Um, I can't wait to read all your messages. I feel really warm. I mean, physically, yeah, but also in my heart. I really do. But not like, nice. a, not like a blackout. Yeah, warmth. no, this is so like nice. a hot. Like, like, like a liquid heat. Yeah, not liquid a liquid heat. heat. Cozy. Shut up, Mal. 